I have no idea what this motherfucker done said. Check this out. All right, gun line, gun line, gun line. We got a fire mission coming down, y'all. I'm your host, Lopez, and you're listening to the Under Gun Line podcast where we shoot the shit like we would out in the field in between those trails under that motherfucking net or if you're a fucking mechanized fat body inside the gun. All right. <laughs> and if you're wondering why this episode looks like a motherfucking college brochure with a white, a black, and a Mexican, it's because we're having diversity day today. All right. Not only are we being diverse within our fucking cultures with a black, a Mexican and a white. But if you notice, that is not a fucking white boy with long hair. The AR 670-1 has not changed that far yet. All right. Oh, my God. What we have here. Holy shit. What we have here is a fucking female section chief, y'all. A female section chief from the good old army, a 13 bang bang. For all my day oneers, y'all know how I feel about women on the gun line. You know, unless they're giving combat blowjobs, they're not really needed. Oh my God. <laughs> but guess what? I, I have a woman here who honestly. <laughs> get canceled. I thank you very much. I'm already going to get canceled. For real, right? No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I want to thank you for, you know, for coming on here, you know what I'm saying, um, and, and hanging out with us. Because yeah. as I say, on the gun line, we always just chop it up, shoot it up, uncensored, unfiltered. You know, <laughs> that's just how we roll. And the types of jokes that I'm making right here right now is the type of jokes that we make on the gun line. And as you can see, she took that shit with a motherfucking smile and a grin because she's ready to give it back in. You know what I'm saying? And that's the way we handle it on the gun line. I'm not trying to get canceled. No, no, you ain't going to get canceled. No face, no face, no case. Well, your face is on here, so. (laughs) Oh, I don't know if you realize this comes out on YouTube. So Yeah, I've noticed. So with that being said, uh, I want to thank Ashley Smith for being here with me. She is a sergeant in the United States Army. She's been in the Army now for quite a couple of years. It turns out we know a couple of folks in common as well. One being your man with the master plan on the side, Ole Hunt, right now. And um, they actually was in the same unit. Damn, I'm talking black already. They actually were in the same unit together um, back in the day. And with that said, Let's go ahead and get this bad bitch started, man. Thank you, Hunt, for being here today to co-host. Thank you, Sergeant Smith, for being here today with me. And, uh, yeah, welcome to the gun line. Hell yeah. Really? That, that's all you got to say, hell yeah? I don't know. That's that moment. great introduction I just gave you. <laughs> God damn, y'all. All right, here's your introduction. So I am Sergeant Smith. I joined in... 2016 I went to Fort Hood first that's where I was with uh, Hunt but it's really funny so when I first joined I had no idea that females were just now being allowed to join combat MOSs my recruiter never told me anything Mm. per usual (laughs) and so when I got to Fort Hood and like mind you I come from a very very small town in Oregon so I never have seen or dealt with um, like racism or sexism like anything like that it was very like a very different thing to me Mm. I knew it existed, but I had never personally dealt with it myself or seen somebody deal with it. Um, but I got to Fort Hood and I noticed like all the males were kind of like looking at me like I had a freaking dick grown out of my forehead or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is everyone being so weird? And they're like, <laughs> oh, you don't know? And I'm like, I don't know what, like, is there something wrong with me? Like, what's going on? And they're like, no, you're like one of the first females to be here. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean you guys don't have other females? And they're like, females were just allowed to join 
like combat MOS is like this one. And I was like, oh no shit. <laughs> I was like, what do you, what? So, so like, yeah, cause I guess all the males had gotten briefed, like, oh, stay away from the female, at least in the battery that I was in. Cause we were in two separate batteries. Wow, They're like, oh, okay. stay away from the females. Like, just do your job, leave them alone. Like you don't need to be talking to them. And then my first day at the unit, literally like boots on ground, my smoke had come and pick me up and took me to this conference room. Cause I guess all the other females were having like a little, how wow thing i don't know and i sit down and one of the senior female nco's that was there i think she was she was supply but she i just walk in and she's like you all need to keep your legs closed and, da, 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 da. and i'm like like Sounds brand new right. private me i'm like what is happening here like what is going on <laughs> and so well, it was like it was definitely a huge culture shock for me you know coming from a place where i never had to deal with any of that just being like thrown right into the shit i was mm -hmm. like what the hell man <laughs> like, well welcome to the motherfucking gun line because that's yeah. the way it, it usually is right yeah so and i was like all right I, I was like all right i'm with it like let's go my chief i met my chief for the first pump time the brakes, uh, pump the brakes. he looked at me he looks me up and down pump the brakes goes, pump the brakes pump the brakes you're getting ahead of me sorry getting ahead of me my damn women, man. They, they never know when to stop. Talk, I'm talking. First time I'm talking, and now I'm talking. Yo, pump the brakes. Don't know how to close their mouths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't know when, y'all. All right, so check it out. Now we're gonna rewind it a little bit, though. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so let, let's rewind the TT. Uh, so with that, you said you come from a small town out in Oregon. Yeah. All right. Too easy. So, um. Do you have any military background in your family? Like any uncles, aunts, father, mother, sister, brother? So my grandpa, my grandpa was in the Navy. I have a couple other grandparents that have served, but as far as immediate family goes, it's mm. just me. <laughs> okay, too easy. So how the fuck, how the fuck did you end up being a 13 banger? Honestly, I was kind of starting to go down a little rough path in life. And I was okay. like, oh, I want better for myself, you know? And all one day I was just like, I'm going to go join the army. And so I went and talked to a Why recruiter. The army? Uh, I had Why some family course? that were in the army. You know, I'd rather do that than the Navy. Don't really want to be on a boat. What a bunch <laughs> of gay guys. For real. Yeah. I thought about joining the air force, but when I had looked at certain jobs and stuff for them online, it said I was too tall. So I don't know how accurate that was. I never went and talked to a recruiter. I'm six foot by the way. So I am mm. not small by any means. <laughs> so I was like, ah, I'll go look at the army. And so I looked at the army. My recruiter was a 13 Bravo. <laughs> What's your recruiter's name? Bennett. Hmm. Do you remember the first name? You know what? Disregard. It. It's all gravy. It, again, <laughs> artillery. I know he's out at Sill right now. Okay. He's over in uh, AIT. Okay. Yeah, because artillery is a very, very, very small world. As you. Oh can yeah. See. So all right, too easy. So you join the army. They tell you. How did you pick thirteen Bravo though? Like, why out of all the MOSs did they offer you like the biggest fucking bonus? Or uh, I got a twenty k bonus actually. Not <laughs> hearing this shit. <laughs> but my recruiter had also showed me videos. The fucking the video. <laughs> it's the infamous video. Like, well, I walked into my recruiter's office with a black eye, and they were like, "Yeah, she's ready to go combat. Let's go." <laughs> she's a good listener. That's what that means, right? A woman with, with one black eye I means she's a good listener. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm a fighter, man. I, I never knew you. Well, yeah. <laughs> we know. I've never seen that. He's like, this is all old. No, I, never said, I never knew you had the black eye. 
yeah. I never knew you had a black guy going to the recruiting station, but like as far as like you not being afraid to tussle with somebody, yes, yeah, it's, it's no surprise. <laughs> and, and let's just be clear. She's saying she went to the recruiter with a black eye, not a black guy. <laughs> all right, not a black guy. I mean, she wasn't trying to get that much diversity in her. All right, oh, went with a black eye, un ojo negro. Okay, it's all right. So you went to the recruiter with a black eye, and they saw that you were a brawler, pretty much, right? So, yeah, they're like this. They're like this bitch is big as shit. She got a black <laughs> eye. She likes to fight. Let's put her in combat. <laughs> there you go. Did they offer you infantry or anything like that, or they went straight to thirteen banger? They had offered me uh, airborne infantry, but I was like. I don't know, man. I'm kind of scared of heights, but now I'm thinking about it. Like, hey, let's go jump out of perfectly good planes. Yeah, <laughs> but I love great. what I do. I love being on the gun line. I love shooting artillery. I've been a section chief for a little over three three years now. So oh, we're gonna get there in a second. You jumping ahead of time. You know, do you want me to like pull up the script that you wrote for me? And you want me to just go line by line? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yes. So hold on. Let me get my there. camera ready. We gotta. You gotta action. So nah, but first of all, it's not a script, it's an outline. Let's get that right. There go women already overreacting to shit, man. You see how it is? Getting all well, since I well, 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 since I am the most since I'm the since I'm the uh, the male feminist here, let me go ahead and get her side because five seconds earlier you did save the script. Simp. Anyway, with that said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, with that said, no. So um, let me let me know about your I just want to talk a, a little bit about your basic training experience Um, that because you guys don't have OSA, right? Or has it been brought back yet? I can't. Uh, I didn't do OSA. No. OK, so you did basic training in Jackson. OK, and then you went to SIL. Mm-hmm. All right. How was your AIT? I mean, um, did any. Oh, you know what? Let's. Put it together how was your basic training experience what were like um what were your expectations versus the reality of it uh i definitely expected it to be a lot harder than it actually was yeah you know when i went i was a little out of shape you know i'd gotten a little chunky but i'd say my weakest part was probably running but we they had us running so much that i got used to it mm-hmm. um but yeah it was a lot easier than i thought it was and i pick up on things really quick so that's something that benefits me a lot is like you tell me to do something show me how to do it i'll be able to do it you know and other than that other than those assholes that would just ruin it for everybody it was was a pretty good experience i'd say what was uh your worst day in in basic oh there was this guy i forgot what his name was but he would not shut up and we we're all standing in our little formation outside and he would start like yelling and laughing like, oh, where the drill sergeant's at? Like things like that. And I'm like, dude, like you're going to get us all screwed up right now. Mm. He's like, I don't give a fuck about any of them. I'm like, Christ. Like, wow. Like, Shut up. We're all like, shut it up. Like, stop. And then lo and behold, that well, they had figured out that he was just trying to ruin it for everybody. So they kind of stopped doing the whole mass punishment thing after it happened so many times. because You we guys didn't take care of it? So I, 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 I confirm or deny. Okay. Because I was gonna say, I know I know when I was in in basic training, I don't know about you, hun, if you guys had any shenanigans that needed to happen in order to get people squared away. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you you're um encouraged to yeah. uh provide proper motivation. 
and correct. Yeah, I think training. the males took care of that one in their bay. Okay, that, that makes sense. You know, I'm just saying. Day, um, zero, day zero, like right when we got off the bus, this dude tried to fight one of the female Joe Sarns. She laid his ass out. And she was like 5'2". Good night. See, I mean, I, I can't see myself trying to put my hands on a female unless the female's trying to come at me, you know? And that's just the chivalrous person in me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I, I'm gonna sound like an asshole for this. I know I will, but I think I would probably laugh at a female drill sergeant yelling at me. All right, I'm a just saying. Of, a lot of people say that. I mean, there were some female drill sergeants. Like I'm six foot, like 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And some of the, a lot of the females are a lot smaller than I am. So it's like I can kind of agree with that because I'll see them like yelling at me. I'm like, dude. Yeah, like just like <laughs> right, like just palm to forehead <laughs> for real, right? <laughs> Hunt, let me ask you, bro. In basic training, uh, what was one of your uh worst days? Uh, you know, I've already told everybody here mine, which is the gas chamber day, and you know, I hated that day. But what about you, Hunt? Uh, man, just to get you was like 20 years ago, uh, 21, yeah, 20 years ago, 21 years ago, but uh. I don't know, man. Maybe when uh, shit, what was it, man? I don't know, man. I, I was about to get my ass beaten one time, man. I'm glad they heard and broke that fight up because <laughs> it was gonna be horrible. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna be a because like what's so crazy is the dude I was gonna fight. Like a couple of weeks later, he wanted fighting somebody else, and that dude was going to the hospital. So I'm like, I definitely would have got fucking beat like bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was probably one of the worst days that was avoided. I think one of the worst days um, in my military career was um, the day that they allowed females on the gun line. Now nah, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, this is going to be the last time we're ever going to have women on your show. At, nah, I was uh, at NTC one time. It was my first time at NTC. This was like 2017. God, and there was another unit leaving. I want to say it was Stuart. Mm. yeah it was Stuart. it was Stuart. we were leaving and we were like going to stone ramps to get all our vehicles and stuff off they were trying to put them on at the same time like it was just a shit show and then mm. one of them saw me and they're like yo they got bitches on the gun line and i was like who the fuck i was like where <laughs> like, well, i was like where are they <laughs> god damn just like that we got bitches on the gun like well your bitch ass is right here what motherfucker you know you know, I, I'll tell you. Um, Where? <laughs> yeah, that's what I would have told those motherfuckers. You know what I mean? No, but I'll tell you what. Um, when when, uh, when I heard that the, there were going to be females coming to the gun line, I didn't know what my journey was going to be out, um, you know, at the time in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a chief at the time, and I was on the 119er. And um, our perception was, you know what? They're going to bring these broads over. They're going to go into light because, you know, going to mechanize is going to be too heavy for them, blah, 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 blah. That was my mentality, okay? Yeah. But I told my guys, like, look, I don't want to hear you motherfuckers saying one bad word or negative about them. All right. They're going to come here. We're going to integrate them. We're not going to treat them any motherfucking differently. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't want to hear no bitching, no griping, no complaining. You know, um, once they get here, that's your sister. And that's how you're going to treat it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Now, as much as I may have disagreed with that policy and regulation, it didn't mean I was going to change my fucking leadership style towards them. I'm still right. going to provide that motherfucking leadership. You know what I mean? Right. that's just the way that i am and i try to tell you everybody's got of, their own opinion right you know? and you and i have talked about it we have exactly. a lot of the same point of views on the subject you know mm-hmm. like 
And if you can do if you can do your job and you can carry my big ass out of this fucking gun and some shit goes down, cool. More power to you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna treat you any differently, you know. And, and you know, the biggest thing is like, you know, uh, I'm I'm for uh, all MOS PT test. Just uh-huh. an MOS specific PT test. That's all I care uh-huh. about. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, trust me, Hunt knows we've had some motherfuckers on the gun line back in 277, back in 05, that probably weighed as much as the motherfucking round. You know what I mean? And they had yeah. no business being in their training room. Send them to the training room. You know, mm-hmm. that's just what I think. I mean, if they have an all all around PT test, same standards for both male and female, you can knock it out. Hey, welcome yep. to the gun line. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If you can't sling past a 10 round fire mission in my eyes, you have no business being in that gun. Mm-hmm. Whoa, you know whoa, what? whoa, 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, leave us alone. Scrawny, I've seen some scrawny dudes be able to sling ten rounds like it's nothing. <laughs> but, and you know that's what I that's what I've been telling Lopez before because when I was a a bullet instructor, like I seen dudes. So the, the lieutenants had to do thirty rounds. They had to put fifteen in the honeycombs, take the fifteen out within like thirty minutes, yeah. right? And I was like, there were dudes that were failing this shit, and then there were women that were just like they were they were passing this shit like it was no problem. And mm-hmm. I, I was like, you know what? Coming out of basic training, AIT. I think I was like 117 pounds, right? I was like, there's no fucking way I'm picking up that fucking 155. Like, if I'd had to do that, I'd have failed. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just, that shit, I, I, you, can, you can get a motherfucker to get that way. Once yeah. he's on there in the section, you can get build that strength up. But some kind but of you stupid test like that, in my opinion, the test was only meant to keep women out of those jobs. I don't know, man, because honestly, it's, uh, it's not just the weight, it's technique. You know what I'm saying on how you fucking sling that round. I'll tell you what. I think one of the biggest tests that could be is put the motherfucker on Overwatch with the gun, with the paladin and a motherfucking cat. Overwatch. That'd be a hundred fucking yard, a hundred meters, right? All right. Now, start running those motherfucking rounds from the cat to the gun. You know what I'm saying? That that's your test when right I was there. At, uh, when I was at Fort Hood, it was one of my first field problems. I grab one round like this and I turn around. I'm like, give me another one. And they're like, yeah. You sure? I was like, give me another freaking round. Like, we got to move this shit. Like, now. And I'm in, like, we're going. That's what I'm talking my about. First sergeant, my first sergeant just goes, oh, shit, Smitty. Go, Smitty. Go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the type of shit I'm talking about. Get that shit, you know? Because, um, dude, I'm telling you, humping rounds is not as easy. Motherfuckers think they can make it is. But anyways. Now, you're in so- full kit, all that stuff, too, man. Mm-hmm. That's- <laughs> oh, dude. Speaking of which, I saw one of your videos. Well, y'all motherfuckers, if y'all want to know how tall this lady is, all right, go check out her motherfucking videos <laughs> if you have access to them. She makes this one little thing look like a little midget. They're snacking oh, killers with a fucking tortilla, it was, bro. It was Gonzo. Gonzalez. Uh, all I know is that she, you tower over this little thing. She's like five foot. Yeah, you're, well, <laughs> bro, you're like fucking, all I know is that it's like the Jolly Green Giant versus oh, fucking yeah. a Smurf. Well, I smacked her with the MRE tortilla. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it breaks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I thought that was pretty funny, and it also showed me, like, the because, you know, I can see you here, but you can't really tell the difference in height and shit like that. Yeah. But tell me about getting to your first unit. You were telling me about um when you got there, you know, they'd send y'all all to the motherfucking, uh, to a little room where all the other females were. And I'm pretty sure that that lady was, or that other female soldier was saying that because you guys are putting a face to this new experiment of putting females onto the fucking combat MOSs. Yeah, I mean, I, when I had got to the unit, I was already in a relationship. Like I had already had a boyfriend, like through basic AIT, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was from before I joined. Okay. And uh, so I was like, 
keep your legs closed. Like, I don't need to be in here for this. Like, I'm <laughs> keeping to my damn self. Like, I don't need <laughs> And I, and, uh, I was just like, damn, like, that's how we're going to start this off. Like, okay, whatever. And so I just kind of like kept to myself after that. Cause it, as a brand new private, it scared the shit out of me, right? you know? And so it was just so weird, but my chief, like the second he looked at me, he was like, looking at me up and down. He's like, yeah, you're a fucking number one man getting that gun right now in line. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. but they didn't treat me any different. The section that I had, they were awesome. You know, they were really hard on me. They were like, like in the sense of. I guess they had already known like what people were saying about females joining right. and they didn't want me or like anybody else to become part of that, like stigma, you know, of, like, Oh, these females can't do this job, blah, blah, blah. Like, so I was raised by some really old school NCOs and, mm-hmm. and they had taught me a lot, you know, they, they, they wouldn't let me fail. You know, if I failed, I failed, you know, right. but they wouldn't let me just be content with failing. They pushed yeah. me harder to do the job and like keep up my strength, all that stuff especially yeah. my knowledge, my knowledge on the gun line there. Like, yeah. You're going to learn all this shit. So, I mean, personally, like one thing that um, it, to me, it wasn't about women not being able to do the job. They can mm-hmm. do the job. Honestly, there are a hundred times I said this shit. Y'all can do the fucking yeah. job, handle it. Uh, to me, it was more along the lines of the, um, the, what's the word I'm looking for, Hunt? The you're looking for combat effectiveness. That's what you're looking at. The combat no. effectiveness. Yes. I mean, yes. I, and, so, it, that's 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 a bullshit excuse. We've been down okay. this road. Because, so here like, we go. Let me let me fuck. No, no, because like no, okay. So myself. are you meaning to tell me that like me if somebody myself. is getting pregnant let in S one, the rest go. of the S one is gonna shut down? Fuck S one. S one ain't slinging motherfucking rounds. I didn't fuck S one. They got to, but you. I don't give a fuck about yeah, S one. But you know what? Here's yeah, you gotta give a fuck. If if I you don't get that pay. You'll get that money. Okay, but check this out. Yeah, exactly. Check this out. S one and artillery are two fucking different beasts. Soft skills MOSs versus fucking um gun line or or combat MOSs are two different fucking different skill sets. Now here's my problem. All right, <clears throat> let's say we got a female section chief. All right, for example, right here. All right, everybody slotted up. We're getting ready to deploy. Right, we're getting ready to fucking deploy. Time meow. And we find out, oh shit, she's knocked up. Yeah. Bam. Guess what? We gotta fucking replace her, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not as fucking easy as fucking doing it. Is, is it gonna happen? Yes. But again, the problem that I had, and and Hunt's pushing my buttons. I know what he's doing. Anyways, I feel like I'm having some deja vu because I watched your previous podcast where you talked about this. (laughs) Ah, okay. So you already know my stance. So anyway, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like I said, I mean, it's just my personal motherfucking opinion. I support, I I love having these conversations because it's not going to change my mind anytime soon. But I can still respect yeah. it, and I still fucking, you know, I, it, it doesn't mean we can't have respectful dialogue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm happy that you're out there slinging those fucking rounds, training these motherfucking soldiers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's it's, awesome. a, it's a learning experience, too. You know, I yeah. feel like it's one of those topics that's so tiptoed around where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, there's like an elephant in the room, you know, but part of what you were just saying about like me as a chief, like if I was to get pregnant, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, bam, you're off the line for like two years. Mm-hmm. That's one Thank of the you. reasons. That's one of the reasons I haven't had kids yet. Because I love my job. I love what I do, you know, and I have a, a like a fear of failing people, right. you know, but at the same time, there is something that I don't know if we've done it a couple of times where they'll certify a jump chief just in case something happens, uh, like to the chief of the section, like say I got hurt, like if it wasn't mm-hmm. pregnancy, anything like that, if I get right. hurt, I can't go to the field. Okay, we already have another chief certified. So they're right. doing their table five and table six, that 
gunner is going to certify with me, that gunner is going to certify with another chief, and then that other chief's going to certify with a different gunner, just in case something happens. So that way, okay, bam, like say we're about to get deployed, we just did table five, table six, something happens, I can't go, like if I got pregnant, something like that, boom, mm -hmm. we already have another chief certified. That and can that's just take over that section. Good to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that's just one of the elements. Another one was, you know, um, the unit cohesion can get fucked up. All right. And oh, here's yeah. here, you know, and I'm not going to fuck, you know, this this whole podcast is not going to be about, you know, my views and that and that. What I want to yeah. talk about is your experiences. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because you're the second 13 Bravo that I've had on here. The first yeah. one was uh, one of my homeboy, Urena's old soldiers um, that they were together. Were they in hood together? Yeah, I think no, they were in Carson together. Um, anyways, and um, and now you, because the other one mm -hmm. that I wanted to get on here, well, yeah, you told me that. Yeah, she told me to go fuck myself, pretty much. So <laughs> whatever. I wonder why. Because you know, you're just you're just a misogynist, right? And, just... I mean, yeah, I'm a misogynist <laughs> piece of shit, man. I mean, God forbid I have my own thoughts, you know. That's what I'm saying. Oh my God, how dare I go against? Well, that's the one of the reasons that I was so willing to talk was because mm -hmm. I was like, okay, you know, like there's so much stigma towards it. Yeah. Like I have no problem talking about it. I got thick skin, like. Exactly. I'm on the gun line. You can't hurt my feelings. A lot of like, people say they have thick skin. Trust until me, you can't hurt my feelings. That's what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. You and, don't. You don't know some of the people we know. You're not gonna hurt our feelings. And I'm tracking <laughs> that. You know, like I said, when Hunt, when Hunt, uh, you know, vouched pretty much. I'm like, all right, she's good people. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. I, I take Hunt's word as gold. I've known mm -hmm. this motherfucker since back in 2005 when he was fucking specialist promotable Hunt, yes, and I was Private Lopez. Years. Yeah. Yeah, I got that message. He was like, Hunt said you're good. So you're good in my book. I was like, all right. <laughs> so dude, I guess I'm good. Who so the fuck is Hunt? Right. So tell me, um, so you were you're in your first unit in Fort Hood. Um, what were your like uh your thoughts as soon as you got to Fort Hood? Had you had you ever been out of your little small town in Oregon? Yeah, I have, but it was more like family trips, things like that, not so much me like venturing out on my own, I guess you right. should say. But that was the first time I like actually had left home like yeah. I wasn't going to become like moving you know what I mean Did you and it was like I said it was a huge culture shock because my small town like it was very cohesive um so I never had seen or dealt with racism you know like sex like sexism anything like that and we were always raised like oh if you want to do it go get it you know yeah. I'm like okay and then I was like oh what like all these people are saying like oh, we got fucking females on the gun line now and blah, blah, blah. They're only going to be good for one thing. And I'm like, damn, but y'all feel like that. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, he came, he came to the thing. army. It was like, oh, black people. So yeah, and that was going to be my next question because you say you guys were like, you know, you never heard yeah, a small, small town. So was it diverse there? Were there, as decently, Hunt likes to say, the size, the size of my town, it was decently diverse. You know, I would say there were definitely more white people than any other race, but it was like a small country farm town. Like, okay. But, but you know, like there were people of different ethnicities and things like that, but we never treated them any different. All you right. Know? So were there but, any blacks? But also the other side of that was um, they were also raised there. The mm. non, you know, I'm trying to like tiptoe here. because Don't tiptoe. Yeah. I, know, I know that tiptoe. No, but hey, we may be on the gun line, but we we uh, some of us okay. are all, Here, I'll on, ask on you the, the gun line. I'll ask you the yeah, question. Yeah, I'm not trying to. All right, check it, check it. I'll ask the question so it that, that way I'm asking it. All right, so the black folks there, the black folks that yeah. lived out there, um, 
that they act like the urbanized black folk. I mean, yeah, that they speak in that urban uh, way. A-A-V. Or they speak country, like small town country, Oregon. Oh, like small town. Okay. They were born and raised there. You okay. know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, it was it was it was different. Everybody that I knew there, like some people who had moved from like different like uh, counties, things like that. Like yeah. it was all the same. You know, like we really Oregon's a really different kind of place. I'll tell you one but, thing I love about Oregon motherfuckers don't got to get out their cars to pump gas you know they pump the gas for you there right yeah i love that i love that keep motherfuckers employed the first That's time i stuff. left the state i was like what's going on I to call my dad. I was like, Ow. <laughs> That's funny, like, dude. look at the fucking instructions ashley i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> i've been entrusted with a four million dollar piece but I don't know how to pump gas. Oh my god! <laughs> well, this was like while I was in, still in Oregon. I hadn't joined right yet. By the time I got to Fort Hood, I knew how to pump my own gas. All right. Right on. Right on. <laughs> all right. So let me ask you something. Um, now you know you got to the Paladin. So did you go straight into the gun, or were you on the cat? I was straight to the gun. <laughs> Damn, that's fucking nice. I yeah, had to go to the cat I, uh, for a hot They minute. had. At, like, like I said, as soon as my chief saw me, he's like, you're a fucking number one, man. Like, let's see what you got kind of like stuff. And I appreciate and I was, that you called it the number one man, by the way. That, that's what it is. Thank you. Awesome. 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 <laughs> Who's your chief? If you could say their name. Uh, Staff Sergeant Rose. Nah, I don't know. Jimmy Buckets. Name? That's what we called him. Hmm. Jimmy Rose. Don't know him. Hunt's thinking over there. Yeah. Oh, and I was who was your smoke? Majority of my time there. It was I had smoked Brummer. Never heard of him. Yeah, I was, I was drunk the majority who was your of my gunny? time in, in the one eighty two. I'm trying to think of who my gunny was when I first got there. For some reason, I can't remember who my gunny was when I first got there. Right. I never saw that man. <laughs> How many years were you in Hood? Uh, from March of seventeen to March of twenty twenty. Right on. Now, was Hood anywhere in your list of where you wanted to go to? Hell no. <laughs> She's like, no. Let me guess. Hawaii. You definitely wanted Hawaii, didn't you? <laughs> yep. Hawaii, Germany. Mm-hmm. And then I said Lewis because it was close to home. Right, right. Should have went to Campbell. Oh. I should have gone to Campbell. I think that but all pilots should go there. I've been on this same freaking piece. I've been on this yeah. piece for seven years now. I think that you definitely should. Like, I don't know where you're going with your career. So you definitely should at least go light. And I think that once you go to your, was it SLC, ALC, whatever the fuck it is. is. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll love it because you're going to learn about the circle and you're going to love it and you're going to fall in love with it in the circle. You know, yeah. I've had some people here teaching me the circle and things like that. I even, I, uh, I borrowed one. You know, for a little bit, <laughs> so I could learn how to use it. I brought it back. Don't worry. <laughs> Dude, uh, I'll tell you one thing that a lot of the biggest mistake that a lot of motherfuckers make when they go to fucking B knock or S or was it LC is oh shit. I have it to borrow the whole gunner squadron. Uh, Hold I think on. I got yeah, so, one on top of my fridge. Yeah, so I mean, we're just everybody's borrowing shit here. I brought it back. I brought the circle back. No, I, I don't have one anymore. If, if CID's watching this, I gave it back. Yeah, yeah, it's it's back. Yeah, man, but like uh, Lopez was like, you know, just tell me. I was like, hold up. 
I was like, I know her. I was like, yeah, good people, <laughs> great people. Hell yeah. All right, so, I told him I was like the epitome of like going to do the job. Like you're gonna do the job. You're not gonna bitch, cry, complain. You're gonna get the shit done, and it's gonna be done right. Hell yeah, thank you. So you have the Gunner's Quadrant. I have a bell rammer out here. Um, that- <laughs> what the hell? So the <laughs> bell rammer. Quick story behind it before I have to resend out a link. Uh, the bell rammer was from our ball that we had in two seven seven back in two thousand and six, two thousand and seven. Um, and we we're going to use the bell rammer to mix the grog up. So, uh. And um, they gave it to me to hold on to. And then I PCS to Korea. Then I went to Fort Stewart. And there, it's been with me all that time. So as you can, I don't know if you can see it on your end, but my shit's about to. Uh, I'm oh, yeah. Not a link right now. Thing. Yeah. So I'm going to shoot out uh, a link to you again. We'll pick up right off where whatever Hunt was saying. And we'll continue on. All right. Let's go. All right, let's go. All to right. right back. And we are back, y'all. Apparently, they were talking about my dick while I had stepped off. Whoa, whoa, back. Whoa. You're going to get me canceled. Yeah. She's trying to make that. She's trying to, you know. I know, I know. Level up. Yeah, I know. I'm just talking so, shit. Look, y'all, look, look. Anybody, look, uh, I'm going to tell y'all right now. I don't have a big viewership, and there's a reason for it. Because the way that we speak on here is the way it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Not tiptoeing. I know that she's still, you know, in service. So there's certain things that she cannot. So any views that you hear are going to be from me and Hunt. She just happens to be an innocent bystander. All right. Um, but with that being said, so talk to me. Yeah, now you're innocent bystander. I'm a delicate feminine flower. <laughs> and I'm the delicate male. I, I'm the delicate male feminist that waters the flower. You just gay ass. <laughs> <laughs> So let me ask y'all, man. Um, so y'all, y'all knew each other from back in Fort Hood days, right? Yeah. Um, what was a uh, Lee Hunt like, from what you recall? We, you know, we really didn't like interact too much. But the times that I did interact with him, he was really cool. You know, like he knew his stuff. He was always willing to teach people. You know, he 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 was awesome. He was solid. Right. We we really started really interacting too because we had mutual friends. Yeah. And, you know, like there would be that. It is funny because like everybody would go to like one of our friends house and it would be like, you know, Game of Thrones. It'd be like the big woman here. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah that was exactly how she like that was like <laughs> it's the big woman here. The big one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everybody knew exactly like that. Yeah, that's here. why that's yeah. why when he was like, Yeah, Hunt said he knows you. I was like, Oh, what'd he call me? The big one, the big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah. Right on. Yeah, matter of fact, I don't even know if she was there this one time, but um Davis. I don't know if you remember Davis, little skinny Davis. Yeah, I still talk to her. Yeah, she got a drum. Yeah, I, I I remember this one time we were doing the we were getting ready to do was it the PGK, and so I don't know if it was somebody else one of them NCOs and your battery or what battery was getting on my nerves. I just like yo, I just had a little outburst in that room. I was like, I was one to fight them motherfuckers, man. I was oh, like, I was when they had loud, little, obnoxious. Like, when they had one of those little conference things, they came down. Yeah, yeah. I was like, them motherfuckers. Like they just reminded me about that shit too. I'm like, dude. I was one to cuss them. Up. I was one putting hands on them motherfuckers, man. Like, yo, was, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah, Talk my battery, too much. My battery had some interesting people in there. Yeah, it did. How long did it take? <laughs> you hey, that's uh, our friend. Yeah, our our mutual just, friend. It was just uh, me and uh, me and Sergeant Hill. Like, I was always with Sergeant Hill. That was like my dad. I still talk to him. 
Can't think who that motherfucker is. Real well, tall could... African American dude, big as fuck. I, I was drunk a lot of the time I was there. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Like, like, that was time he, he was my chief for a while. He's a real good dude. <laughs> my I'm dad. Surprised I'm not drinking right now. I'm All supposed right. to be in a meeting. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. My bad. Look, I ended up. I was on Twitch for a while, all right, and I forgot that I had to go pick up some groceries from the HEB, so I was late to go to HEB, and I had to come back over here, so my bad for being late. That's all this guy's fault. Too easy. Moving on. So let me ask you all. Once you got, did you train on the Paladin when you were in AIT? Yeah. Okay, so you already knew that piece when you were going in there. Mm-hmm. All right. How much did you, did they teach you in AIT versus when you got to the gun line? They really, in AIT, they really didn't teach us a whole lot. They taught us the basics of like shooting the gun and yeah. like PMCS. And then that's really it. Low fire. We clear, had right? like a class on rounds, but it was literally just like two days. And then they give you a little card. I don't know if they do it now, but they used to give us a fucking white card that had all the rounds. You know what the shell fuse combination? Yeah. yeah, they yeah had, we, had like, we had a little book that they gave us. And then I got to the unit and they were like, they probably didn't teach you shit in AIT. So we're going to teach you. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's about right. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I'm yeah. telling you, I loved I, I loved the, the gun uh, when I first got to Fort Hood. Um, I, I was mechanized for the first six years. So I learned that bitch really, really well. Mm. But it was only in, in Korea where I learned it. Because when I got to Fort Hood, we we're barely standing up the unit. And then yeah. from there, we ended up switching doing fucking convoy bullshit. So, and I wasn't going to be on the hot guns. So um, really didn't get to learn much about the gun. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to Korea, though, like that's where I, I got my my, uh, I guess, trial by fire. I learned about that gun. My chief, Sergeant Aguayo, he's the one that got me on her. He would take me on the weekends to go learn that shit. You know what I mean? And uh, it's all about how much you put in is how much you're going to get out. And mm-hmm. I, I really wish that um, that they taught degraded. I don't know if you guys are they teaching degraded operations on the Paladin? So kind of, they'll teach us uh, how to like in place degraded things like that. It's actually part of our table five. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go through that. I, and the first time I had learned it was here at Carson, actually. Hood, Where you drop the trails and I mean, and then. Yeah, drop, drop them and stuff like that. And then I was like, whoa, like what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like I got a computer screen. What do you mean? I got to do this. For- <laughs> 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 but I learned it pretty quick. Uh, I think the fastest time my section had for it was like three or four minutes. Damn. I, I don't know what the time but that was after like. we were like, go, I, think, I think I want to say it's six minutes. Six minutes is the standard. Damn. All and I know we is were, that- we were hitting the ground going like just training, training, training. Cause I'm like, we're going to get this shit. Like we're going to go. And my, my smoke, I had a uh, smoke Mandry. He's, he's awesome, dude. He, he, when I came to his battery, he was like, oh, we're going to get you hot on this stuff. Cause I have, I wasn't on the line for a little bit. Cause I was supposed to get out last July, oh, no but shit. then like the economy took a crash and <laughs> I was like, I don't have any money saved up, no college. And I was like, man, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> right. And so I told him, I was like, Hey, I'm just going to be straight up with you smoke. Like I haven't been on the line in a few months. Like I'm going to need like retrain, you know? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I got you. And he taught me like all this stuff. And he was like, damn, he's like, you guys probably have a shot at Top Gun, like me and the two other sections that were in my uh, platoon. We were doing really good. So he just ran us into the ground. He's like, if you, like like you asked that man, like, hey, I want to go train. He's like, yep, let's go. 
Dude, that's one of the best things you can do. If there's any advice I can give you about being a section chief is um, whenever you get the opportunity, just fucking get your crew in the gun and let your gunner fucking just give yourself a manual move order and yeah. let the motherfucker take it to in place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I did that with one of my gunners uh, like two years ago. He was he was hungry for it. He really wanted to learn. And I was like, get up there. Yeah. Like we were out in the field. It was all dry. Yeah. And I had talked to my smoke about it before. I didn't tell my gunner this. I was like, hey, is it cool if I have him? do some stuff like he's about to pick up his stripes and if he's the gunner if something happens to me he's gonna need to know how to do this stuff right right he's like yeah do it and so i we got in the gun and i had i didn't touch anything nice. and i was just like laid on the ground and he's they called on the they called on the uh on the net like hey march order he goes oh chief march order i'm like okay <laughs> he's like chief march order like we gotta move and i was like move it right right and he was like I don't know how. And I was like, yeah, you do get up there and fucking move this gun. And he was like, okay. And he did it. And I had the other, uh, I had the other CBC on and mm. we had PO, we had the comms to all throughout the gun. So I could talk to him and I was like, all right, now look at your knee. Like I'm like walking him through it as he's in placing and stuff like that. He got it like that. And he was like, I didn't know I could do that. I was like, I bet you didn't. <laughs> right. Sometimes you got to get thrown in the motherfucking fire, you know? Let yep. me ask you something, because I don't know about this. Again, um, I got out as they were transitioning the females in. Um, what's the longest field problem you've been with out there that you've been out in the field? What's your longest field problem been? Besides NTC? Well, yeah, because NTC still has fucking all the, <laughs> That's why I was asking. All the I was amenities like, wow. and shit that you need. Um, Probably. We were in Pinion Canyon for a while. Oh, we'll fuck, we were in... <laughs> I know you remember that shit. Mm -hmm. canyon for like two and a half weeks so so my question to that is like did you guys rotate back in at all or did you guys have like um specific quarters for y'all or did everybody just sleep Hell in the same no. okay so I don't, I don't anyways um like i'll do like hot spot showers out in the field you know like i'll take my um my whoopee and I'll like tie it to the doors of the cat or something like that. If we're like not doing anything and I'll just like tie it up and do like a quick hotspot shower or like there's like these special like baby wipes that they'll make for females, like feminine products. I'll take those. I'll use those. But other than that, I'm out there. <laughs> I'm out in the shit. You know, right if I got to change, I'll like tell them, hey, I got to change in the gun real quick. Yeah, and get the fuck get out. out. You know, yeah. And or they'll do the same thing. Like, hey, chief, I got to change real quick. All right, man. And all you like, I'll step out, smoke a cigarette, do whatever. You know, it's pretty my sections have learned that I've had at first, like when I became a chief, they were like, uh, but this unit had also had females before I came mm -hmm. here, Carson, but at hood, when I had first gotten there, I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to go pee over here. And they're like, everybody's like, oh, yeah. okay. Like everyone's got to go over there. I was like, dude, just don't turn around. Like what, what the hell? And they're like, oh, uh, okay. Or like, I'd go in front of the gun, like some shit like that. If there was like no trees or bushes or what have you, mm. but they learned pretty quick that I'm like, Hey, I'm, in, I'm here in the shit with you. You know, cool. I don't look for any kind of special treatment. That's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, again, um, I don't know what it's like, so I'm just asking yeah. for my curiosity. And no, for you're those good. That... You're good. Ask away. All right. Um, let's see. Go ahead, hunt. What you going to say? Uh, you, your shit's off, bro. We can't hear you. Yeet. So I'm having to cut sling low because somebody, we were supposed to be here one, and I promised some godparents that well, I would we, be meeting them. I appreciate you. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. No, it's all right, you. man. It's, it, I, I'll let you know what's going on. If you read one of my Facebook posts, the first one I did today is yeah. kind of along that. It's kind of along that lines. But you should know what I'm talking about. 
I'll pick up what you, you put down. Foul yeah. shield. All right. All right, homeboy. <laughs> All right. Nice talking to you again. Brown lives matter. Yep. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I don't know about the black ones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just a shit talker, I'm man. Like, la, 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 la. <laughs> right. No, right on. I mean, honestly, I, I'm really glad that you're on here again. Thank you for being on here. Um, I, I say a lot of stupid shit. I do. Um, a lot of it it's mainly because I like to push buttons, but also I do like to learn, you know, yeah. and uh, a lot of my fear, especially coming in the, from the light world, because in mechanized. OK, so when I'll give it to you when I was in the field, when I would be out on the field, we used to do a lot of stupid shit like shenanigan type shits. Like, for example, maybe run around the goddamn guns naked or, you know, um, <laughs> take a shower outside bucket naked. You know, you fucking put your drip pan out there, get the goddamn five gallon jug and just dump it on you. And mm -hmm. people walking around not giving two shits, you know what I'm saying? And I know it's a little bit yeah. different now because with y'all being out there, um, it's I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's frowned upon. You know what I'm saying? So anywho, I'm I'm glad that you're you're breaking this down for me in a way that I can understand it. And yeah, yeah. Know, another thing that another, another thing that we'll do when it comes to like showers and things like that is like the back doors of the cab will open them up, flip that grate down, tie up like a whoopee or some shit. So it makes a barrier to either door. And then mm -hmm. you have your little shower in there. Take a bucket, whatever you want to do, pour it over when you're standing on the grate. Right. Right on. Yeah. I mean, um, I guess I gotta talk to somebody who's been out in light as well, because in light, in the light world, this whole different fucking beast. Um, yeah. With that said, I mean, I hope that you do get the opportunity to go light, because the Paladin's all great and all, but yeah, it, I want to go light. I want to, I want to see what it's about. Plus, to have bro. that diversity too, because yes. this contract puts me at almost nine years, or no, it puts me at almost ten. It puts me just no, just shy of nine, Damn. and uh, so I'm like. You got to make that I'll choice. I know I'll hate myself if I don't retire. I'm already this far, you know? Yeah. So how long have you been in now? I just hit six years this last November. Okay. I'm almost right to seven. So you're still on track. I mean, you know, especially for a peacetime army, you know, um, mm. back when we were in wartime army, you know, motherfuckers were getting promoted fucking quick as fuck. But yeah. it's like that you're on track, you know, so that's good. Yeah. I pinned five in October of 2019. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, we had a discussion offline already as to, you know, um, yeah, uh, advancing, <laughs> but you know, you'll get there, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got some haters here and there. And let's speak on that if you don't mind, you know, like, um, That's fine. any challenges that you've had being a female on the gun line, like, you know, or not even on the gun line, but just being in the army itself. Um, it's a little yeah. more dificult, I think, being in a combat MOS that's predominantly male. Yeah. I, so I've had a few, like you've seen, you've seen the screenshots I sent you of my yeah. inboxes. You know what I mean? Like, that's just wild to me that people are like that. But I've also had like in-person experiences with that too, as well as like Sharp and EO. Mm. Um, so like I had a section chief, for example, not one of the ones that I've mentioned, right. by the way, I just want to clear that up. Um, I had requested to get moved out of his section because he had continuously tried hitting on me and things like that. And I kept telling him, I was like, uh, no. And I was like a little PFC at the time. So I was like, right. no, like I, we could get in trouble for that. Like, absolutely not Two, I don't find you attractive, like at all. You know right. what I mean? Nobody would know. Cause like you're in my section, like nobody would even question it. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, no. And I was in the back of the cat one day and I, he had asked me to grab something because the cat was getting worked on. Yeah. And I was like bent down. Like I had, I had like one knee on the ground and I was like bent down trying to grab something out of the tough box, like our tools. And I just felt someone like grab my ass. And I was like, what the fuck? And I like turned around and it was my chief. 
And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, and so I felt so disgusting and like mm-hmm. just gross. So I went straight to my first sergeant, the commander. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to get moved out of the section like right now. And I told him, I was like, I don't want to report anything because I was still like a baby private at the time. Right. Like I was like scared, you know? I was like, I don't want to report anything. I just want to get moved. Like, I just want to be out of his section. Like, I don't want to cause any drama, anything like that. Cause we were about to move. We were about to go to Europe. And okay. so I was like, I don't want to cause any drama, anything like that. Like, I just want to get moved, you know, like, I yeah. just want to be, and that's it. And so they did. And that's how I got in my, uh, in Sergeant Hill's section. Sergeant Hill, awesome dude. That dude, he had knew what happened. And I had talked to him about everything. He's solid. He's like my dad. And he right. taught me a lot too. He would not let me give up like on anything. Good. And he had my back on a lot of stuff too, because he would hear like how some of the dudes would talk about me, things like that. And he'd shut it down really quick. And that's the way it should be. And it's like, I get it. I get it. There's human nature involved, you know, just between males and females, like it's bound to happen, you know, but on the level that it does happen is just crazy to me. You know, like I get it if it's a mutual thing, but Mm -hmm. if somebody's sitting here telling, you no, that shouldn't be a green light for you to try harder. Exactly. Hard to get. get. Exactly. You know, that's one of the issues that I um, that I had personally was like, you know, Mm -hmm. I just could see an uptick on on sharp and uptick on EO complaints because, Mm -hmm. look, you know, being out of the field or being in a combat MOS is a certain personality type, a certain mentality type. Yeah, that uh, that that is bred for this. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not everybody like um, you've gone to WLC, BLC, whatever it's called. Have you been to that already? Oh, yeah. Okay. I went to BLC in like 2019. Okay. So I don't know what it was like (laughs) then. Um, But when I went there, it was about a month long. And um, this was in Camp Jackson, not in fucking Korea. But either way, one thing that I noticed, because you're in there intermixed with all other MOSs. Mm -hmm. One thing that you notice is the soft skill MOSs versus the combat arms MOSs. We are the demeanor. You always notice the demeanor. Yes. So, I mean, like I said, you know, it takes a thick skin type of person and certain um, mentality, certain sense of humor to put mm-hmm. up with this. So my fear was there's going to be, you know, few and far between females like yourself that can put up with yeah. it and, and roll with it. Even though they say it's a professional army, blah, blah, blah. Get on the fucking line and <laughs> no. you understand. You know what I mean? But yeah. I could just see like, you know, there's some a lot people- of women too that are very soft spoken, like very gentle, things like that. And I've seen them on the line. They'll hear me talk and they're like, God, sorry, like, you can't say that. I'm like, did I make you uncomfortable? And they're like, well, no, but I'm just surprised you said that. I was like, all right, right then we're good. Like, see, but my problem is line. those, there's, my problem is that not everybody is like that. I, 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 my, what my problem was, or is, I should say, is that I'm um, seeing that some females could use that to their advantage or to their benefit oh, in yeah. order to bring down those who they may not agree with or have an issue with because you know perception is reality mm, yep you just hit the nail on the head because i've seen it happen and i talked to you a little bit about my Mm -hmm. situation you know so it's like it goes both ways Mm -hmm. you know which is very unfortunate but i have seen females who do use it to their advantage and it's very sad like a manipulative kind of way and it's not okay but then there's that stigma too which brings me to the next point that i was actually going to talk about Mm -hmm. um it was it's more on the eo side but a lot of people don't see well okay let me start with this a lot of people see how females will use it to their advantage of like either sleeping around sometimes or like just doing things to get out of certain things or to get good scores on things like stuff like that but for me like i've never been that type of person you talk to anybody that has ever been around me and they'll probably tell you the same thing like no she wants it she's gonna work for it right and i had 
I'm going to change the verbiage here. So it's not super direct on who I'm talking about. Gotcha. Cause I know damn well, if he sees this, he's probably going to try to come for my ass. Mm. I had an NCO that was above me. Right. Mm-hmm. Who had been trying to sleep with me and things like that. I kept saying no, because I'm not, you're like in my direct chain of command. I'm not about right. to absolutely not. And he ended up putting in false height and weight numbers for me, which made me lose my ALC date and got me flagged and my P status, all that. And it was like two months before I was supposed to go to ALC back in 2021. And I was pissed. I went on summer leave, all that stuff. And then I find out from my buddy who knows one of the ALC instructors, he's like, Hey, why'd you drop your slot? I was like, what are you talking about? Like, why would I drop my ALC slot? He was like, well, my buddy who works at the schoolhouse is saying that you're not in the system anymore. And I was like, let me talk to Smoke real quick. I was like, hey, Smoke, like for some reason, they're saying I'm not in the system more anymore for ALC. I was like, can we figure out what's going on or like what I need to do? Because if I have to come back and fix this, I will come back to Colorado and fix this right now because I want to go to school. Right. And he was like, let me find out. He was like, well, first of all, said you're flagged for height and weight. And I was like, no, I'm not. Because I took a picture of the numbers that they had recorded for me. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to him with the timestamp and everything. And you can see said individual's name tape in the screenshot because he was holding the book out. I was like, this is what they wrote down for me. I was like, I took a picture of it before I left because I've been getting taped my whole career. Right. You know, and Simply because of your height. Right. You know, and your weight doesn't mean that you're right. overweight. Like for yeah. my height, they want me to be 180 pounds. You want me to sling rounds or do you want me to be a beanpole? For like- <laughs> real. Like what the fuck? But anyways, it came down to the conclusion that that individual had put in false height weight numbers for me. And so I ended up filing an EO case about about it because you're not about like you're doing that because somebody's refusing to sleep with you. Right. Because somebody's calling you on your stuff. And like he had been doing a whole bunch of other crazy. He put hands on me, too, actually. I have and I have picture proof of video proof, all of this stuff. So when I came forward with my situation, I had all the proof in the world. I wasn't about to go in blind with something because there's that stigma too of false reporting, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I was like, okay, if I'm going to come forward to this, I need as much proof as I have, or as I can get that this actually happened. You know, I had like three witnesses come forward on separate occasions Mm -hmm. of how he was treating me, how he was Mm -hmm. talking to me, things like that. He threatened to fire me as a section chief because I was in the training room working on my ALC packet and my gunner was out there with my Joes. Wow, this guy sounds like a fucking piece of shit. He's still in? Yep. Fucking garbage. <laughs> fucking garbage. Yeah, you know, all he got all he got was a Gomar and relief for cause. Oh, he'd be out then. He'll be out very soon once his contract's over. He's out. Yeah. Because once yeah, you get that Gomar like, and RFC, you mm-hmm. ain't re-enlisting, Chief. <laughs> you are going to be QMP'd. But I was just like, dude, what? Like, I had... And- I can show it to you since it's all said and done. I can show it to you later if you want. Like, yeah, we can talk later about that. The bruises and all that stuff. And it was just crazy. But people don't see that side of things. Right. You know, and it's it's just crazy to me because, yes, there is a very good amount of females that do false report and things like this or, you know, use things to their advantage. But they fuck it up for but, y'all that are actually exactly. fucking doing shit the right way. You know, exactly. trying to earn and, your shit. And this individual in the, that I had reported this against in the past he was used to getting his way with things. And so he tried me and I was like, I, I ain't the one I'm not. And then he found out that way. Cause I had told him like, even if somebody tells you, no, man, like you just really (laughs) like, and I gave so many chances for him to stop. And it just, it it was going on for like a year. 
before I finally reported something. You know, it's a shame. It's a shame. And um, to me, what pisses me off about it is, is like I'm thinking to myself, if I was in your section or if I was within your battery, I would hope that I would have that. That you have that comfort to come and speak to another NCO and be like, hey, you know what? This is going on. What can I do? Can you help me out here? You know what I mean? Yeah, that way you, that should get nipped in the bud. You know, sometimes an NCO has to take another NCO and take them to the wood line and yeah. get them fucking set up right. You know what I mean? It's pretty fucked yeah. up. And he already had a really bad reputation. Mm. He was in the other platoon when I had gotten here, but then he had gone to my platoon and I was like, fuck, dude, like, I'm not trying to deal with this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and it sucks, bro. It sucks. And I mean- it sucks because I had to play the nice card for a little bit because he was one of my first lines. Right. And I was like, what am I going to do in that situation? You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, like I'll just be professional, keep it that way. And then he was like, Oh, and I was like, no, no. Wow. Yeah. Uh, a lot of motherfuckers take kindness, you know, as like, Oh, flirtation, which is shitty too, you know, because like there's times like I'll try to be nice and things like that. And then I'll get like a message on the side, like, Oh, like, thank you. I, you know, I always thought you were really pretty. I'm like, no, bro. Like, don't. but then when I'm a dickhead, they're like, Oh, it's cause she's a female. She's got something to prove. I'm like, bro, like what is going on? Right. right it's now? a lose, lose situation for you. You know, know what I mean? I had a really bad, um, a, a really bad experience, uh, with females, um, within our integrated with us because when we went to Afghanistan, um, in 2012, uh, we have what they call the FET, which is a female engagement team. Okay. There was this one, I call her Ranger Reba, uh, because she came in fucking like too hardcore, too fucking hua hua, you know, one of those that just fucking does too much too soon to try to fit in. You know what I mean? Mm, I get that. It was that. just way too much. Like over overwhelming. It's like one of those like, like one of those up. pick me type things. I don't know. She was like, you know, oh, I work with the special forces, blah, blah, blah. Bitch, nobody gives a fuck, you know? Okay, just you're here with down. us right now. Thank you. So <laughs> that was her. And then there was another one who was their NCO. She was an E5 type uh, black chick. And she was very, she didn't belong in that combat MOS. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. She she was in the wrong place. And then there was one more who was cool because she was like goofy, dingy, but cool as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like being herself. Yeah. And go figure. She's the one that I ended up like, that's cool people right there. Right. Yeah. So anyways, what I didn't like was that, I mean, we went, went to JRTC, uh, over to, you know, to good old fucking Louisiana and the clause came out like immediately amongst them. And it's like, this, this is why it won't work. Cause y'all fucking can't seem to handle your shit at the same, like at one time, you know, it's too mm. passive aggressive. It's very emotional, you know, yeah. and I'm not saying all females are like that, but uh, the majority are, you know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, uh, am I boring? You? I've seen that. Am no, sorry. You? I just, it's cool. it's cool. I'm boring. you. I got you. Okay. I'm fine. fucking you're with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's definitely a real thing too. You know, where there's just drama and I'm just like, why? Or there's, there's, I've had an experience with a female. I was at Fort Hood. She was struggling to pick up a round. And so I went over and I was like, hey, let me help you. You know, cause you're about to hurt yourself. You're about to drop this round on your foot and break it. Right. She was like, I don't need your fucking help. And I was like, okay. Like, I don't know why you're getting hostile with me. Or like some, some females see me as like absolute competition. Competition. Like they hate me. And I'm like, why? 
like we could study together we could do this together you know what elevate I mean? like, each other some, i've made some really solid female friends but there's just some that just that nerve gets striked and i'm like why did why or somebody would be like oh she hates you i'm like why does she hate me like i've never spoken to her in my life and i'm just like okay like that's weird but cool i guess go off Dude, I, I, it's weird to me. What I appreciate and I, um, I admire about you is that you came in as a private and you earned your way to your, you know, being a section chief. Mm -hmm. Um, When we were doing the whole bringing y'all over into the combat of Moesis or into artillery, for example. Yeah. What I was pissed off about, very pissed off about, was that they were not bringing NCOs from other MOSs straight to the gun line you know and i'm like oh. wait a minute so they've never had to do advanced party they never had to be a fucking number one man they never never a powder bitch but they're gonna be a section chief you know to me it's, it's like it's a right to passage to me you know what i'm saying right. i'm Absolutely. just old school about that shit i'm very well, that, traditional and it comes with respect too you know what i mean like for yeah. me like i've been a section chief for a little over three years now right mm -hmm. if i went light would I be mad if they made me a gunner? No, because I would want to start from that level, learn that piece, and then move up again. It comes with a respect thing. Because how, especially with me being a female, how are they going to look at it? Like this dude's been a gunner for three years and he's mm. waiting to take that slot. But I come in as a section chief, he'd be like, oh, she, they just gave her that slot because she's a female. She didn't work for this shit. I've been work doing this for how long? Right. You know, it's funny you mentioned that um, because I was in your position minus you know i'm a male but um when i so when i was in 277 fa you know as it shows up there yeah um you know we were fucking mechanized and 109 alpha 6 paladin hit mm -hmm. that shit for all those years then i went to korea 115 they were first 15th paladins then i went to motherfucking one night fort stewart paladins then mm -hmm. i'm going to fort carson and i'm going to 277 and i'm like oh shit that was my first unit they're paladins i got this shit you know, I'm like, I got this shit. I'm gonna be a gunny there, you know, because I know that gun. I won top gun um while I was at Fort Stewart. I got this shit. You know what I'm saying? My NCOER, beautiful. Well, I reach out to the Facebook page. Lo and behold, they're fucking 119ers. I know nothing about a fucking 119er. So right. my bubble got burst, yo. So I'm like, uh, that's okay. gonna be me. I'm gonna be like, bro. I already have some of the TMs and stuff on my phone. I've been like reading them because I to go there knowing nothing. Dude, while you're an ALC, I highly, highly recommend. This is what I wanted to say earlier. While you're an ALC, I highly recommend don't do what these other fucking idiots do, which is just going to. I'm the going to something I've never with. been on. Go to the one one niner. Go to the fucking triple seven and learn yeah. that piece because, yeah. I mean, as much as we want to say we know the whole paladin, we don't. But we're very comfortable with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I didn't know shit about the 119er. So what did I do when I got to Fort Carson? You know, um, I might have been like the, not the senior E6, but I was a higher E6 than another E6. Mm -hmm. And he ended up getting this section because he knew that piece more than I did. Yeah. But I was, I went to be an ammo team, uh, ammo section chief. That's the okay. worst that you could ever be in the they fucking said. world of the field artillery, right? Yeah. <laughs> But here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I mean, I humbled myself. I went to one of the fucking yeah. guns and I told TC, I was like, his name is Torres, Torres Cortez. I told him, hey, man, treat me as your private. Teach me what I need to know about this motherfucking gun. So when I go and I get the opportunity to cert, you know, I make it happen. Good to go. Yes. So I, I went with Torres Cortez and I was like, basically whatever he did, his E5 was helping me learn this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because the 119er, it's a whole, it's artillery. It's real fucking artillery. All right. Yeah. So anyways, um, 
when it came time to to certify, I had a mutual friend of ours. Um, his name is uh, Sergeant Jones. Um, he was like, "Hey, Chief, you know, he was he's he's from England, but he's from Texas." Yeah. All right, so he's got that weird dialect going, bro. On. <laughs> Oh, like yes. what did you say? Yes. Oh my God, I cannot believe. Oh, dude, Jones. Doesn't it? Terry fucking Jones, Terry. yo. And if we used to make fun of this motherfucker so much, because um, <laughs> all right. So if you ever talk to him, ask him about the Hulk Hogan stories. All right. You said Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yes. Ask him about Hulk Hogan. Okay, little Hulkster. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, this is going to bring tears to me because of the fucking laugh. But anyways, um, so he was not very proficient at the 119er. However, I did have a um, Reyes who was very proficient at the 119er because he yeah. had been on that piece. So they wanted to get rid of Reyes. And I went and stood up for him, Reyes to stay with me because I needed to certify. And Jones had to bounce, you know. And uh, he says that um, it was that a racism that I sent him to to uh, headquarters to go, you know, versus keeping him on the gun line with me because Ray is and then myself and then my gunner's last name is Velasquez. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. So it, it, it looked like it was a little bit racist. But Jones, I still love you, baby. You still my little Hulkster. Little Hulkster. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. If you ever get an opportunity to ask him about he he'll probably anyways. Sorry, I went on a tangent on that one. But no, I ended up certifying, please get to know that 119er as much as you can. Um, yeah. And even though it's gone digital now, from my I understand. But um, I would definitely take advantage of all the courses that they have out there in Carson, too. Like, I think they have Slick there. So if you get an opportunity, do that one. That's the okay. Sling Load Inspector Certification or some shit like that. But mm-hmm. anywho, so um, how have you dealt with, like, those challenges that you've had? You know, like, I mean do they they got to take their toll you know yeah definitely definitely you know like after that whole height and weight thing had happened I gave up on myself pretty hard because I was like okay like nobody I didn't really feel like anybody was in my corner at that time like granted yeah there were a couple but those times can be really isolating right and so I gave up on myself and then I did actually gain weight and then I was not good for height and weight right so that's something that I was battling for a little while. And I was like, you know what, like, am I really gonna let this define who I am? Because one of my, one of my favorite things is don't let someone else's perception become your reality. And I was like, I'm not going to let him like do this to me. You know what I mean? Like, why am I going to fail myself and feel bad about myself when the ball's in my court necessarily to get back on my feet, to keep pushing, you know, and there's a lot of uh, there's not a lot of females. I think there's, cause I was one of the first groups of females to come in. Right. So I don't know a whole lot of them because we were all so spread out, but there's some that I still talk to that I was at Fort hood with. And even here that we all were like this little, like band of sisters, I guess you can right. say. <laughs> right. No, and that, that's 100. We all, need we to all stick like together. stick together and like lift each other up and things like that. And they didn't let me give up on myself. They're like, you're really going to let a man like drag you down this hard. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, let's go <laughs> yeah, for real, you know? And then it's like the soldiers too. Like a lot of these soldiers call me mom, you know, and they're like, mom, like, we love you. Like you got to keep pushing. And like a lot of these soldiers look up to me. So that's another thing that really pushes me to do better and not just female soldiers, you know, but like everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's just, if I give up and if I get out, like 
who's going to be their mentor. You know what I mean? Like who are they going to look up to now? Because so many of them, I'm the first one they call when some shit happens. Right. And I'm just like, I can't give up on them like that. You know, like, it's just, that's, I don't know if that's like a maternal instinct kind of thing for me, or if it's just like me being a leader, you know, it's just, I can't give up on those kids. (laughs) I think um, it was probably a mixture of both, you know, especially, you know, once you're in those stripes and, um, and, one thing I appreciate about you as well, you know, is that you, from what I've gathered, you know, from this limited time that I've known you, you know, you, um, you're not just one of those fucking stripe wearers, you know, you, yeah. you, it seems like you live the creed. And recently I've been seeing shit like, you know, on social media with the TikToks and shit like that, a bunch of motherfuckers that, um, they don't, you know, they don't, uh, they, they yeah. forget that they're fucking non-commissioned officers. And Perception's a motherfucker. Yes. Yes. You know, and not only that, but I mean, you ever notice that on social media, you don't see officers on there doing this stupid shit. I've I seen a few. Why. Well, I mean, <laughs> compared I mean, to they're butter bars, NCOs, but, <laughs> but compared to the amount of NCOs. Right. You know, there's a couple of sergeant majors that I follow that actually put out some really good info, you know, and that's kind of where I wanted to take mine because mm-hmm. I have a TikTok, and that's where I wanted to take it. But I had stopped because I was getting bullied pretty bad, actually. And I have a really bad like image problem with myself. Like my uh. self-esteem isn't that great. And they were like, uh, they're like, oh, like, were you a dude before? Like, are you a guy or a girl? Like all these crazy things. And like, just some other, like really harsh stuff. And yeah. I was like, what? Like there was one dude, he commented on it and he was like, oh, you look rapeable as fuck. And I was like, what? That wow. got reported and stuff like that. But I was like, I was like, yeah, I need to take a break from this for a little while. Yeah, for real. It, it becomes it's very, like, very, it's, you know, you get, you already know that you're going to be fighting an uphill battle. You know what I yeah. mean? And then, it, but not having the support of your peers, that's where it fucking blows Especially when my platform was so small, right. you know? So it's like, huh, <laughs> like, like I got tough skin, but it's like, I don't want people see like my family or people like that, seeing people talk about me like that. Exactly. Okay. So check it. Do you got about another five minutes before you take off? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to send you, you one send more another link. link. Yeah. I'm going to send out <laughs> one more link. So that way okay. we can go ahead and just wrap it all up and put a bow on this. All right. All right. I appreciate you. Give me two seconds and I'll send you that link. All right. And we're back for part three of this motherfucking never ending saga with uh, Sergeant Smith. <laughs> and check it out, y'all. I- I'm going to have to bring her back on here again because I-, I don't I think that there was there's much more that needs to be spoken about. But, you know, there's only so much I can ask without disclosing too much from her as well you know what i'm saying so i do appreciate you being on here asking and answering a lot of my questions um but i want to give you this platform at this time like what are some misconceptions that you would um or myths about females on the gun line that you would want to tell some knuckleheaded motherfuckers like me that still drag our knuckles you know um with that maybe we could change our point of view on i definitely say give them the time of day, you know, because I've seen a lot of females not given a chance, like not being given a chance because there's that stigma of like, Oh, she's going to be too weak or, Oh, like she's too small, like things like that. But there's some females, like there's one female here with me at Carson. She just picked up her stripes and I am so freaking proud of her. She she's 
like five, six maybe. And she's just a go getter. Like she even hurt, what was it? Her foot or her knee in the field one time. And she was like, no, I can still shoot. I can still go. I can keep going. Like, don't take me out of the gun. And she was like limping basically. She's like, do not take me out of this motherfucker. And she's, she's awesome. But I would definitely say like, give him the time of day. You know, if you think, and this goes not just for females, but for any soldier, there's always those soldiers that people are like, oh, they're dumb, like stuff like that. Like they're just an idiot. Like give them the time of day to train them. Yeah. You know, because if you're complaining that that's not a good soldier or anything like that, what is stopping you from molding them into being a better soldier? You know, and I, I like there was a couple soldiers here, like we had just gotten them and they're like, oh, I heard bad things about them, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, give them to me. Give them to me. Every single one of them has their stripes right now. <laughs> so if you give them the time of day and you take the time to train them rather than just complaining about how that you think they're stupid or you think they, they can't do the job. Like that's not going to make them better as a soldier. It's your job as an NCO to better those underneath you or right along alongside you. Right on. Um, I don't know about some of those dumbass soldiers. Some of them, there's some of them, there's an exception, you know, yeah, the, where they're just, just beyond help, but you know, like the ones <laughs> that just get there, they're brand new. Like, yeah. come on now. I feel you. I feel you. Nah. Some of them are stuck in their ways, but you, you got to learn how to decipher that. Yep. Let me ask you. Oh no, I can't ask you that. Um, because you're still <laughs> you're still an NCO in the army. But I'm gonna say this. Um I think a lot of NCOs out there um in the in the military and the army itself need to start being that leader versus being that friend, you know. Definitely um, because they are definitely from what I see, you know. And I'm, I'm sure it's a small minority, but it's a loud minority that's out there giving the military a bad name. And um, yeah. just, you know, keep your foot on their neck and and, yeah. and get them right. You know what I'm saying? Um, you just keep doing what you're doing. I can't wait to see you, you know, get your rocker. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And eventually get that double rocker going, you know, be yeah. fucking Smoke Smith over here. <laughs> Nothing can stop you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's great to see you. Um you know, progressing. And um, I'm glad to hear the beginning of your story because there's so much more in there that we, we need to unravel. You know what I'm saying? Oh and yeah, definitely. I'm trying my best to, to be PC in a way, but um, because I know that you're active and I don't want to get you in trouble for being on here. Oh my God. <laughs> how can you be on that show with that dumbass? Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's my dumbass point of view, but I appreciate you for sharing some of your story here with us. Um, and yeah, of course I'd look to continue a friendship growing. So, yeah. uh, with that being said, uh, don't disconnect just yet, but mm. with everybody out there, uh, thank y'all for being here. There will be more episodes with her on here and rounds complete in a mission gone line oh, out yeah. Bye, motherfuckers. March order motherfuckers.